Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Bank of Canada raised the interest rate again a couple of days ago, uh, 0.5, 5-0 uh, basis points. Uh, people, I think, were expecting me maybe 75, 0.75. And they're talking about an early 23 mild recession also, what's happening with uh, inflation globally? What uh, should we expect? And, of course, there's the Canadian housing market. Moshe Lander is economics professor at Concordia University in Montreal. He's been with us on this program in the past. Moshe, how are you? How are you? I'm well. You keep right. well? Yeah, hanging in there. Just keep doing what I'm doing, right? Okay. So let's get at what you're doing. The Bank of Canada hiked its interest rate by 50 basis points. Many economists and investors were expecting 75 basis points. We've had six interest rates hikes in uh, this calendar year by the bank and likely more to come. At the same time, Tiff Macklin, the governor of the bank, spoke of the possibility of a slight recession early next year with a rebounding Canadian economy in the second half of the year. There's also the global economy to consider. There's the war in Ukraine. By the way, the Russians are saying they're now going to stop that uh, that uh, contractual deal to export allow grain to be exported from Ukraine. So we have that going on, the energy crisis in Europe, international inflation as well. So how might the average person in this country, Moshe, dealing with inflationary prices, a still increasing interest rate, and a challenged housing market domestically, how might the Canadians approach the next, say, six months as far as financial planning and taking care of retirement investments is concerned? Well, after you said all of that, Roy, I think the best thing to do is just hide under the blankets for the next six months, right? It sounds like a real depressing read there of what's going on out there. Um, look, the, the reality is that this is not uh, a, a completely new experience for us. It might be new to a certain generation of Canadians, but high inflation, uh, stagnant economy, that was characteristic of the 1970s and 1980s in this country. So, you know, it, it's something that we've seen before, it's something that we've come through before, and it's something that we've thrived on after it's passed. So, you know, I, I think the big difference between then and now is this one's going to be relatively short-lived, at least by economic standards. We're only going to be experiencing this pain and suffering for a year and a half, maybe, um, which in the grand scheme of things is not a huge deal. Unless you're 63 and looking to retire in the next couple of years, there's lots of time to recover. Okay, so surprises, possibility. Let's just look across the border to the south. A surprise maybe like a U.S. midterm election is just weeks away, and it may result in a chaotic social situation in America and a federal government in Washington spinning its wheels as Republicans and Democrats continue to vilify each other. How would that affect the global economy, and how would it affect the well-being of Canadians necessarily? So it's obviously not going to be good for the global economy, not good for the Canadian economy. Here's a little bit of comforting news. 
That's been the dysfunction that's been going on in that country for the better part of at least the last five years, if not probably this century, right? I, I think that where we now see the U.S. is this chaotic mess. Uh, but the bipartisan uh, lack has been going on since the Clinton days, right? And so, uh, you know, that's now bordering on 30 years ago. And so it's just been a, a slow descent. But I, I think it's one of those things that um, economies have kind of learned to uh, work their way around it or to just accept that that's almost now business as usual in the U.S. So uh, I, I think that if things go sideways next week, um, unless we're talking about January 6th style dysfunction uh, that carries on for days and days, uh, again, it's one of those things that we've already seen. And we actually came through in Canada, at least relatively unscathed by, unscathed by what went on there. Okay, now next week, Christopher Freeland, the Minister of Finance, is going to release her economic outlook or mini-budget. And the Finance Minister is signaling the focus will be on renewables and climate change. What's your advice, given that millions of Canadians are struggling with uh, their financial realities? What should the priority be for the federal government? Yeah, I don't know that that's really the time to be promoting renewables and uh, you know trying to come up with some grand vision for this country. I think... The, the approach is let's get through the next 12 months. Even the finance minister herself has been saying that there's rocky times ahead for Canada. So this is maybe not when you start re-envisioning what you want the economy to look like. The, the update is basically going to show that revenues are less than what they thought. Expenses are more than what they thought. The budget is in more of a deficit than they thought. And that's all because the budgetary process is driven by uh, GDP forecasts, and by inflation forecasts and interest rate forecasts. And so where they were six months ago, we're in a very different place than where they are now. And so they're going to have to incorporate that slowing economy, higher inflation than what they'd anticipated, higher interest rates, slower growth. So in all of these cases, they're going to be delivering modest news at best, bad news at worst. Right. Um, I, I think if they want to focus on that, it's merely to try and distract attention from uh, the, the real issue, which is how are we going to get through the next 12 to 18 months? If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.